You are listening to the Clergy Chick Podcast. My name is Rhonda Blevins. I'm the Clergy Chick. From January 5th, 2020, at Chapel by the Sea in Clearwater Beach, Florida, the text is Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. So lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Take just a moment, if you will, and look at the stained glass windows that adorn the eastern side of our sanctuary. I've mentioned before how, how I love these stained glass windows, how I love how, you know, they're set towards the east. The architect was pretty brilliant setting the stained glass windows towards the east because when the morning sun comes up, then the morning light streams through those windows, uh, creating a kaleidoscope of colors on the pews. Um, you can see that some over here and even over here on this wall. But have you ever been in our sanctuary at night? The windows are pretty unremarkable, aren't they? It turns out you've got to have a little light shining through the windows to be able to observe the beauty that they behold. And so it is with you and with me. Light. Jesus talked about light in the book of John. Jesus said to his listeners, he said, I am the light of the world. Father Richard Rohr, who I love to read, says that light may be the best metaphor for Christ or for God. Light. The scripture today from Isaiah talks about the light that has come. Now, if you think about what's happening when the prophet is writing these words, the people of Israel, the Hebrew people, have returned from Babylon where they had been in exile. They have returned to Jerusalem, to the holy city, and it has been completely decimated. They're trying to rebuild their lives there in Jerusalem, and it's hard. And hope is hard to find, and so the prophet speaks this word of hope to a hopeless people. Arise, shine, for your light has come, he says to them. 
The world can be a dark place. In fact, Isaiah mentions that in the text that we read earlier. Let me see if I can find it. Verse 2, For darkness shall cover the earth, thick darkness the peoples, but, he writes, but the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will appear over you. Light. The world, in my estimation, is like stained glass windows. It needs light for the beauty of this creation to appear before us. But before we go too far thinking about light, let's think about darkness for just a moment. Martin Luther King Jr. said this, that only when it is dark enough can you see the stars. If you went outside right now, could you see the stars? No, you've got to go out when it's dark in order to see the stars. There's a place on earth, the darkest place perhaps on earth. It's called the aphotic zone. Do you, have you heard about the aphotic zone? The word aphotic meaning without light. The aphotic zone is in the ocean. It's about 100 meters beneath the surface of the ocean where no light can penetrate. And so it's completely dark. And so the animals, the sea creatures that live there, many of them make their own light. They are bioluminescent. Marine biologists suggest that maybe 80 to 90% of deep sea creatures have this capacity to create their own light, to, to be bioluminescent. You know this. This is not news to you. But what you may not know is that humans are bioluminescent as well. Did you know this? Back in 2009, a team of uh, Japanese scientists did a study, and they had these high-powered, really expensive, extravagant cameras, and they tried to capture the bioluminescence of humans. And as it turns out, they were able to capture the bioluminescence of humans. It's at a, at a a strength, a wavelength about a thousand times weaker than the human eye can perceive. But there in, in, in vivid color, you can see the pictures if you Google it online, the picture shows that, that humans are bioluminescent. And not only that, but the place where humans emit light is different than the place where we emit heat. It's not thermo, it's, it's, it's light. In other words, you and I, we shine, literally, as well as all of God's creatures. There are chemical reactions happening in us at all times, and that's what causes the emission of these photons, which create then light. There's a man named Thomas Merton. You may have heard of him. He was a quite well-known writer. He wrote over 70 books. He was a monk, lived at a monastery in Kentucky, um, some of his writings are considered to be some of the most uh, uh, important spiritual works of this generation. And here's something um, that Thomas Merton wrote about an experience he had. He writes in Louisville, Kentucky, At the corner of Fourth and Walnut, in the center of the shopping district, I was suddenly overwhelmed with the realization that I loved all those people that they were mine and, and I theirs, that we could not be alien to one another even though we were total strangers. It was like waking from a dream of separateness. This sense of liberation from an illusory difference was such a relief and 
such a joy to me that I almost laughed out loud. I have the immense joy of being a man, a member of a race in which God himself became incarnate, as if the sorrows and stupidities of the human condition could overwhelm me. Now I realize what we all are, he writes. And if only everybody could realize this, but it cannot be explained. There is no way of telling people that they are all walking around shining like the sun. So Merton had this vision. He saw people literally shining, and it changed him forever. And I see you shining. Okay, not literally, I wish. I wish I could have that kind of epiphany on Epiphany Day. But I see you shining. I see the manifestations of the Christ light shining through you. I see how, how you, as a people, as a church, how you, how you welcome people into the fold. Someone, a new person to our church, recently told me that this church, and this person's been a lot, in a lot of churches, how this church is remarkably uncliquish, she said. You welcome people. I see the light of Christ shining God's welcome through you. I see how every year you work so hard to put on this beach walk, not, not for your own glory, not for your own edification, but to raise money to give to people experiencing domestic violence or, or food insecurity. You work hard to make the beach walk happen. Why? It's the light of God's compassion shining through you. I love how every November you give up a Saturday. You come and you, 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 you fill up bags of food to send to some place far, far away to, to people experiencing some hunger that people in America can't even imagine. This rise against hunger that you come and work so hard at, I see the light of Christ's care shining through you. I see how generously you give uh, to support the work of this church, every single Sunday, every single year, you give so that the message of hope and peace and love and joy that we, that we like to share here, how we can share it more fully to more and more people. I see how generously you give. I see the light of Christ's abundance shining through you. And I see how you care for one another. I see how when one of you stumbles that, that there are three or four, five, a dozen people there ready to help you get up, help you take the next steps. I see how you care, how you love one another. I see the light of Christ's fellowship shining through you. And even despite all of these things, and I could go on, but, you know, I know how you guys like to watch, look at your watch. <laughs> I see how you do all these things, and yet I still don't think you know how powerful you are. See, one little photon, one little tidbit of light is powerful enough, but when you join one photon with, with other photons and you direct it all in the same direction, you know what that's called? It's called a laser. Anybody ever have laser surgery? Yeah, it's powerful. Laser light can, can heal. And when you come together, each photon, each unique person shining the colors of Christ's light, you're, maybe some of you are cool green, some are red hot, 
Some of you are a gentle blue and others a joyful yellow. And, and when, you're, when you shine together, you're like the colors of, of light shining through stained glass windows. You can be powerful when you come together, chapel. And so at the beginning of this, the new year, first Sunday of 2020, the first Sunday of a new decade, I have two questions. And maybe they will help guide your footsteps going forward for this year and maybe even this decade. The first question is this. What breaks your heart? What breaks your heart? Some of you may feel really strongly about animal cruelty and other, another person may feel really strongly about caring for refugees. Some people may care about uh, people experiencing hunger and others domestic violence. But what is it that breaks your heart? Think about something. When you've got it, give me a nod or a thumbs up. What is it that breaks your heart? You got it? A few of you do. Some of you are sleeping. Wake up! What breaks your heart? And the second question is a follow-up question. What are you going to do about it? You see, you have the power to do something about it. You do. The light of Christ is in you, and it gives you power. And when you can come together, if you want to do something about that thing that breaks your heart, then then. Grab a friend or two, and together, think about the difference you can make. Think about how a laser can heal the light of Christ through you, through you, can heal this community, and can begin to heal this world. So, Happy New Year, Chapel by the Sea. What breaks your heart, and more than that, what are you going to do about it? May the light of Christ shine through year in this year, in this decade. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Clergy Chick Podcast. Until next time, keep on shining.